Welcome to this very special episode of No Dice, the podcast after the Dice With Death podcast. I'm your host, Ollie Bateman, and joining me to celebrate a whole year of the Dice With Death podcast is the clerical bird person with no canonical last name. It's Ark, a.k.a. Mr. Jamie Powis. Oh, man, it's been a year. Like... A whole year, my friend. People go to prison for less. Like, they really do. <laughs> Was this our <laughs> sentence? Is this what the judge gave us? Yeah. We must have done something very wrong in a past life, I think. We've done our time now, surely. A whole year? <laughs> I'm, of course, also joined by everyone's favourite mistress of magic, Zakaya Rubbledusk, a.k.a. Miss Amy Mallet. Woo! Yup, 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 yup! A whole oh, year! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> But, but, but yeah, a man. year, guys, a year. I remember, yeah. like, yesterday, it was like, we sat down and we were like, should yeah. we record this? It'll be a bit of a laugh, wouldn't it? I wonder if other people will find it as much of a laugh. And it's so nice <laughs> that people have, you know, some people, people have actually really genuinely messaged and gone, I love this podcast so much mm. and I'm, I'm having the time of my life listening to it. And that has just made it all worth it. <laughs> Although we've had fun it, too. That's the thing. Yeah. Everyone's had fun. Yes. Win-win yeah, situation. It's genuinely so nice to hear because I think, Jamie, I, I, I'm skipping kind of over intros and stuff, but in total, was it like a year and a half in the making? Because we did like six months of like talking between ourselves and like convincing Amy and Adam to do it, which wasn't hard at all, but we did like a <laughs> load of pre-records and stuff. But yeah. yeah, I think it's been like a year and six months in total of putting all of this stuff together. Yeah, like look, I think, yeah. I, I think like I built the, I built the website like a year ago um today so it's not actually a year when we're well whatever uh, let me re-record that and just say yeah i, I built the website like um <laughs> no this is staying in all, all right. of it's staying in. Yeah, right. no, i built the website like six months out so i bought yeah. the name and everything so i was that we were confident. pretty set on this yeah we yeah, yeah set on it from the get-go it is an amazing um, name every time i say to anyone about the name they're like oh that's clever that's clever yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I, and finally, I am also, of course, joined by the big beefy boy himself, Titus Thunderbastard Caligavi, aka Mr. Adam Wilborn. That is right. 2021 was not the year of the ox. It was the year of the Thunderbastard. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I vowed when we started I was going to transform myself into the body of Titus. Still mm. working on that bit. But right. um, do you remember the days when we were so organised we had like five episodes banked and then we're all so bloody popular we just burnt through them where we could actually go and see people? <laughs> that was a big thing we spoke about on last time's No Dice, wasn't it? How And I yeah. think this is, we've got to have a big hand here for Mr. Jamie Powers because editing oh. is seriously a lot of fucking work and he mm. nails it every single time. And I think that's the biggest thing is that it starts off as a bit of fun. But Has she gone? Yeah, she's just got, but she'll be she'll be that that little nugget of like yeah. really nice stuff is going to be saved on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> but for us, she's completely gone. She's let completely me just give you gone. this. Let me just give you this clean, Jamie. Yes, Amy, I agree one hundred percent with what you've just said. <laughs> <laughs> we've now got uh, like we've got like timeline. No, a. She's back. She's back. 
Fucking she hell, back? guys. Today is just not the day for technology, is it, honestly? <laughs> it's one of them just cursed days. This is Jamie. This is Jamie because I, I dared to go, oh, I've just got to finish at 11. Is that right? <laughs> and he's like, fucking, I'll get on the blower to tempo and I'll tell him to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. Tempo's the god of Wi-Fi, isn't he? So, he is, uh, yeah. That's, that's his side hustle. He's, he's, he's weather most of the time, but then he does where does Where does Wi-Fi come from? The sky, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think it was because um, uh, Adobe was actually updating, so I'm just checking that oh. story recording yeah the fun <laughs> bit is you've got you've got my whole spiel and then you've got me going oh you guys are frozen and then the silence <laughs> while i go oh no i've frozen anyway sorry derailing carry on the, the, the <laughs> funny thing is the funny thing is on my screen like next to your names on the zoom you've got those bars and i've never seen them go red and then with like a warning sign come up next to it <laughs> just, i thought you were like it because I can only see Adam now because of his laugh. And then if Jamie talks, I can see him. Mm. But because you just stopped, I, I thought you were getting emotional about like it being a whole year. <laughs> I thought you were really taken aback by like all the work that we've put into this. And you were just like, no, she's just gone. There was some she's stress. There was some emotion in there. But it was uh, it's not, not sadness, <laughs> let me tell you. It was throw this laptop out the window. Right. Well, I guess we best start this episode. And we're going to celebrate one year of this wow. podcast. By looking back over our favourite moments from the show. Um, we've also got um, some lovely voice messages from listeners. People who actually listen to the show. Who have stuck with us since day one. So we're going to be going to them in a bit. Uh, we're going to go over to Comment Corner with Jamie Powis. But I, fir I, I first thought we'd start with... Um, We'd start with Amy and her favourite moments. So here's where we go over to Amy Mallet for Mallet's moments. Amy, Mallet. what is your... Mallet's moments. We won't be able to licence that track, everyone. We won't be able to do it. Mallet's moments. Can I get a bonbon? Bobom, bobom, bobom. Amy, what is your first favourite moment from oh, the last year of the podcast? I, I aimed to write down three yesterday and I've ended up writing down like seven just because I wasn't yeah. sure what you guys were going to talk about. Um, but I, I would say I've kind of divided them a little bit into like a serious one, a kind of hilarious one, and then one that I just thought was like absolutely, totally fucking epic. Um, mm. And my main, my sort of favourite moment really of all time is actually Ark and Zach's confrontation that they have in the rain in uh episode six shot in the dark and mm. it is just like the hairs on the back of my neck and my arms everything like i don't want to admit to where i have hair on my body but it was all just like <laughs> going up in in total crescendo because it was one of those moments where the drama really overtook us and i, I mean i don't i speak for jamie here but i was like I genuinely forgot where I was. I forgot I was really playing a character. I was just so invested in like where this was going to go. And it's the t it's the moment where they realize really they they kind of confront the fact that, you know, Ark's actions actually did uh, it technically, I mean, not his actions directly, but he was involved in the death of Zack's whole family. And then uh, Zack asks about um is it Corporal Aves? Admiral Aves? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, how yeah, she's yeah. kind of says, like, I, you know, you need to let me, you need to tell me where he is because I need to get my revenge. And I love that Jamie's like, oh, revenge isn't everything. And there's this whole very Last of Us level drama where it's like, oh, fuck, where's this going to go? Is this friendship and this relationship going to survive this? And, and then the rain came down. Holy shit. Like, Tempo himself <laughs> was just adding a little sprinkling of drum. So, yeah, that probably was my favourite moment in, in the series so far. Yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. I thought it was uh, it's really good to be a part of. And I think it was really nice that 
we can start these kind of overarching arcs happening. And in, mm. I don't mean arc as in AA. <laughs> the arc overarching arc. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's really nice. I think from the episode where we kind of learn that um, the arc... And I say arc, say arc was the cause. Arc, arc wasn't the cause. But, all, um, but the Aracochrans, kind of what they did... Um, I really, really enjoyed that episode as well because I think we mentioned it at the time that we knew our backstories, mm. but we didn't know how our backstories connected with each other. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All we'd done is we'd given Ollie the fuel. We'd kind of said like, okay, here's mine, here's you know, his his Tituses, his arcs. Do what you will, and that was just like I was part of something so much bigger than me. That really got me. The fact that they interlinked so cleverly. From my perspective, it's just been really interesting because like. I think when I first got involved in D&D, before we even started this podcast, you're just sort of there to be like, oh, I want to stab things and like chuck stuff at people and blah, 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 and see people do magic spells and what happens then and describe in great detail how I murder people. But I think <laughs> this podcast and, and then those moments between the two of you throughout what we've done so far have really opened my eyes into sort of the other side of things. Because it's like... Sorry, because because it's it's just so interesting when it comes to, like you say, the interactions between the two of them. I mean, I felt like Titus is always tr- sort of trying to play peacemaker. He's sort of sort of a big sister, sort of a big brother. <laughs> oh, is he now? Yeah, sort of, is she? <laughs> sort of a big brother to 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 Zach, uh, and then to to Ark. You know, there's, I think, I'd like to think anyway, a sort of mutual respect between the two. And I also like the bit where I'd just be sitting there and I'd put my, put my feet up for 20 minutes when we're recording the podcast because you two are having this really emotional moment. And I'm like, <laughs> right, how can I break the tension here? And I usually would just like, opt for, in a big moment where you're like discovering about how you potentially murdered each other's family members it's a classic titus yawn to interject in any (laughs) any deep and meaningful conversation just you know just just you listening to those two talking in the forest laying under a tree covered in smeggy leaves and turning (laughs) over and rustling and going oh well i think it's about time i'm gonna be hitting the hay now (laughs) so yeah amy great great moment um what is your second mallet moment Ooh. from the last mallet year moment do, 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 um, so my second my second mallet moment was um and this was just a moment that i think mechanically as a, a part of the game i was suddenly aware of uh, i guess not even the limitations but the lack of limitations and like how effectively dice with death i mean we always say like where anyone could die the roll of a dice Mm. but it's so true how the storyline and everything about your power your abilities is beholden to randomness beholden to just the universe like a good role will be a good role and that moment for me was when I went for a wee yes! all the way back in episode one, right? And I cast Thunderwave as Sakaya and I did my bit and I went, uh, Ollie had to roll basically for like 30 guards on this boat oh. that were going to take my Thunderwave. Insane. And I went for, I just went for a slash. I was like, oh God, you know, you all I'm, I'm not going to sit here and listen to roll, roll, roll. I'm just going to go for a waz because, you know, all that excitement. And uh, when I came back, I genuinely thought that the boys were trolling me when they said, every single one of them failed. 
And that was like, you know, just in terms of where the story went, Zach had this huge outburst like Pikachu (laughs) and just fried, fried 30 guards, 30 men on this boat. And it was like, holy shit. And that was when I was so aware of like my power being influenced by just like the beauty of this game, which is there is no law. It is all entirely decided on the roll of a dice. And that made me yeah i absolutely adored that i thought that was so cool it was it was quite the first episode wasn't it because i know it was yeah when we first started recording you guys were i mean we hadn't really done proper role play D before we'd done you know the one shots where you get to slice people in half and make them look like a wallet or you know just blow people <laughs> up and kill people and but this is this is real role play stakes. So you guys all getting into the prison and finding your feet about how you talk to each other. Like I think in terms of like your journey from like that first episode to now, I think you guys Mm. are just, you're all sat ready to role play at any point. Even if it's a yawn, even if it's just Mm. a shit pun, even if it's a wow (laughs) moment. Like I I just Mm. think you guys have come so far and it just shows like, in in research for this episode, I have gone back and listened to every single episode that we've done over mm. the last year. A lot of hours. I mean, Jamie, you said it the other day. I can't remember how many hours it is, like 40-something hours just listening to it. But the progress that you guys have made, just from working as a team, from working as a party, to also just like feeling free to role play anything at any moment it's so great Mm. to see and i I love coming to the table to hear you guys interact with each other it was literally that that moment was the first thing i wrote down when i sat down to write down my favorite moments and i was like it's definitely going to be mentioned so i'll write more than three but yeah (laughs) first thing zach electrocuting everyone in all caps because like you say I, i distinctly remember this we were sat i was sat in my living room and we're all sort of you know all like you say the beginnings of everything mm. and i'm just watching <laughs> ollie with jamie and i are locking eyes over the call <laughs> going fail fail and it's like oh my god and then like you say ames thinking she's never gonna believe us but we've got the just tell it, the, the, the excitement of being able to say to you just when this goes out go back and yeah. listen to what's just happened <laughs> That was the best it. bit for me. <laughs> yeah, because I, I had to re-listen to it. And obviously I was like, I, I need to know if this was all an elaborate joke. <laughs> and it obviously wasn't. <laughs> it was also like the first time when we've been doing the others, it's very sort of like binary. Like when we do it before, just like the fun games we'd play prior to setting up the podcast, it'd be very much like Jamie would be like, right, you're fighting this one big beast. And they've clearly got, you know, a lot of hit points and... You know, uh, you be slowly, you're slowly all wearing them down, not wiping out an entire army <laughs> with one spell. Especially didn't because didn't that come off the back of her being like, "Check this out," and then just getting like Squiddy mer- just like engulfing her face or something. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Squiddy well, that, appears that in the ship, yeah. and Amy like wants to 
Zakai wants to do an athletic check to jump over this tentacle, and you just got stuck in the the suckers, and then we're like, oh no, what's this is terrible? What's going on? Because I remember it was like that was my Sean Connery moment, wasn't it? Because like, yes. I bit my own cheek, and I was like, Titus, Titus, help! Yeah, it was hilarious. I I, I ballsed it up so badly. Like I remember not only the whole squiddy tentacle thing, but also um, the fact that I tried to do a stealth roll as a effectively very stealthy character, and uh, just absolutely cocked that up as well. So everything had gone, castro- you know, sort of catastrophically in the other direction until I finally arrived. But at, then, um, but the then, but then you pull it back and you cast Speak with Animals, and yeah. Squiddy was Squiddy was born. Squiddy was born. Yes. Oh my god, I didn't think about that. Squiddy yes, was Zach born because you because you went. I'm going to talk to this thing and I'm going to I'm going to cast this spell, which is so all about what druids are. Um, yeah. So yeah, Zakaya was essentially the the birth of me having to name a fucking octopus. <laughs> <laughs> not a squid. Not, not a, a squid. squid. His, not a squid. Everybody. His parents were very cruel, weren't they? <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> Amy, could you tell us your final mallet moment from the last year of Dice with Death, please? Oh my god! With a whole year of campaign to choose from, I found this bit really hard. But I actually there was a there were two contenders for the funniest moment and I mean a moment where I was basically wetting myself at my desk. Um, didn't even think to go for a wee then. I was like, nope, too late. It's happening. Um, I I had, there were two to choose from. One of them was quite early on and then I realised that actually not only are a lot of my moments from early on episodes but also I reckon somebody else will definitely have this moment. If not, it, it'll be a bonus for the end. Yeah. But I loved episode 20. Rupert in the snow with boulders for the feature of the Beatles joining the team on the amateur snowballing um, lads who helped us out. Yeah. Because it was just something, again, a little bit like Squiddy, where it's like, oh, Ollie's got to think first. This could be hilarious. Like, the fact that you name them all, like, you had the something ooh and Barney McGrew. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, the, yeah, it was yeah. the cast of Trumpton. Hugh, Hugh, that was it, Barney yes. McGrew, Barney Cuthbert McGrew, Dibble, Cuthbert Grub. Dibble, Grub. <laughs> yep, and I was yep, just that like, was it. shit, how many are left? Four. Four. What, what, a, what a famous four. The famous four, the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And the fact that like all the puns just kept happening. I mean, even the title itself, Rupert in the Snow with Boulders, is a pun. If you, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you haven't listened to that episode, I don't know what you're doing here. But um, that is such an amazing episode for like humour, just bouncing it back every now and again. The Yellow Submarine chart that they do, <laughs> when they're like, ooh. <laughs> honestly i i couldn't stop i was absolutely wetting myself during that episode Fantastic. I, th- I think that's some of the best um the best parts of this show as well like, even when you guys are in a a, a serious battle a serious moment you guys always manage to find the humor in things and yeah. you you play this great game of being able to take things seriously when they need to be you know when you find out something about somebody's backstory or the story moves forward or I don't know, something incredible happens. You always find a way to role play your characters how they would play it. But also in a very, and I think this is so representative of like British performative D&D players, (laughs) always make a joke about it. Always come back to that awkward like, right, let's move on from this. Like Titus (laughs) punching Ark on the arm, like when he's had a nice chat with him, it's like, right, come on, stiff up a lip. Let's get on with things. It's that kind of like the office humour, isn't it? Where it sort of rides that, that wave between being really bittersweet 
and then absolutely hysterical yeah. in the same in the same situation. And I think that is something that yeah, it's very much a, a kind of a tentpole of British humour is that we're all quite uncomfortable getting emotion, so we yeah. kind of have to bring it back quite quickly <laughs> yes. to something funny. <laughs> Talk, talking about getting emotional, because I know I'm not going. I'm going to forget to mention it. I still remember finishing the podcast, walking into to the bedroom where Anne Louise was, and saying. My uncle's died. Uh, sorry, I'm saying <laughs> my dad's dead. And they're being like, what? And I was like, oh, in, in D&D, my dad just died. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you really do yeah. that? You walked into the other room and that the first thing you said is, my dad's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think she knew it wasn't that. I, th- I hope she realised it was D&D related because it was a fairly sort of blasé way of telling her that. But yeah. yeah, and then you then you were like, and he had a necrotic scar. I, mean, I wasn't sure what that was about. <laughs> and he was being paraded almost naked on an anvil through the streets. Like, oh, this isn't Mister Wellborn. This is right. I get it. <laughs> How to do it in Chesterfield, okay. isn't it? That's what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, a tradition my, as old as time. My dad's nickname is Fearless Shot. So you know, there we go. Ironically. There we go. There yeah. we go. Well, I think that's about it for Mallet's moments. Thank you so much, Amy, for your favourite moments from the last year. I'm sure there are lots of honourable mentions, but we can mention them at the end of the yeah. episode as well. Absolutely. Just I can't off. wait to see if my second funny one gets pulled because <laughs> I hope to God it does. And I, I'm so here for it. We're now going to cut over to Comment Corner with Jamie Powis, who I believe <gasps> has a message Woo! from one of our listeners. We asked you a couple of weeks ago to send in voice notes from, uh, from, from yourselves who listen to the podcast because we want to hear what you think about it and what you've enjoyed from the last year so jamie take it away who who's up first right so we have to start with the first person to comment it's only fair so oliver thank you so much for commenting um oliver um he he kind of likes a character that we all hate Oh no. <gasps> he does not no. like the person we're all thinking of, right? No. He's um yeah. Uh, you you'll you'll certainly hear it in the message. Um but Oliver has I I I don't think it's necessarily the character. It's more so the situation that this character is and the interactions that, you know, he's had on social media with us. So let's hear from Oliver. Same my favorite moment was Lakeland and the chess set. Um, small little moment, probably not, not as big, definitely not as big as Squiddy or the Ski Lodge, but um, it led to the brief but always fun interactions I have with you guys on social media about Titus becoming a, a chess champion. Can't, can't see it happening, to be honest, but um, who knows? Maybe in the future, we'll see what happens. You can surprise us. If he's a master of skies, he could be a master of chess. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably my favorite moment. Ah, that was so- okay, first of all, Oliver's accent. Oh my god, it's to die for. <laughs> oh my god, I don't I worry, Amy. All day. Don't worry, Amy. We're all wet over here. It's fine. <laughs> can, can, o- Oliver, can you be like a recurring character, please? Yeah, like, I, just, I, just I might. The- I might get Oliver to start doing the previously on Dice with Death at the yes. start of every episode. <laughs> and then you'll ask me. You'll be like, "So what happened?" And I'll be like, "Oh, I don't know. I, I don't was know." Miles away. Sorry, <laughs> I was lost oh, in man. his voice. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, Titus. That's a really interesting thing. I we have uh, spoke with. Oliver quite a lot on socials and yeah yeah, like Titus being a chess champion what are we thinking possibility in the future I think anything's possible with Titus 
Mm. I still, again, one of those moments I'll probably forget to mention if I don't mention it now. I still love the moment where I was just like, ah, it'd be funny if he puts a leaf over himself and pretends like you can disguise someone who's, what, seven and a half foot tall or whatever. And uh, and he pulled it off. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to say he's not. I don't th- I think by the numbers, let's say it's not looking good. But also that just sort of <laughs> loops into something I was going to mention in passing as well, which is, you know, when you play D&D, normally it's like you have a relationship with the players that you're playing with and you have a nemesis, a, a character you have to fight, kill, defeat, whatever you want to say. I've never had it before where, you know, he's important to it, but effectively non-essential characters I've been so divided upon. Like, <laughs> I on the one hand, you've got Lake Lanzaga, who I despise every moment I'm with him and anything <laughs> he says. I'm like, I was watching a, a Curb Your Enthusiasm the other day and Larry David just turns to this guy and goes, when will you die? Like <laughs> Right, and then on the other hand, you've got Eric and Smorgenhausen, who I would give my life for and just sack off my entire quest just for this kooky little guy we've met in the mountains. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to love Eric. I mean, I, like, when I introduce characters to you guys, it's really hard to get you to like any character anyway. But if there's a particular voice that is funny or resonates with you in some kind of quirky way, you are far more likely to um, find them appealing. And Eric and Schmorgenhausen is just a a perfect example of me doing a silly voice, but you guys reacting to it so well and letting me run with it. Like, I'm sure someone's going to mention it, but the tickle fight in the mountains with Eric and Schmorgenhausen, (laughs) like... Have you ever heard a tickle fight happen on a mountain in a D&D campaign or any kind of or, or any fantasy <laughs> fiction or not? Like, it just doesn't happen. So, yeah. Whilst another character is dying in the background, bleeding out. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> not that I'm sour. <laughs> well, Oliver, thank you so much for your thank message. You, um, we look forward to chatting with you again on Twitter very soon about future episodes. But we're going to cut over now, away from Comment Corner, and we're going to head over to Wilborn's Wonderings for Adam Wilborn's oh. favourite <gasps> moments of the last Ooh. year. Adam, uh, I know you've spoken about some of your favourite moments anyway, but what's your first one? Well, uh, Amy's done very well and sort of divided hers into nice little categories. I've just gone for, for all the hits. So I, I, th- I assume this is what Amy was alluding to earlier. It's got three words in it. Say it with me, everyone. Release, Release the, the shot! <laughs> I'm so glad someone else has it. It's, it honestly was probably the moment I've I've never laughed harder in my life. I don't. It's think. one of those moments where you realise. Well, I don't really. You don't realise at the time, and then you realise listening back how long you've taken to do one thing. <laughs> and I still, I still feel like I have to give an explanation for for what happened there because <laughs> how can I put this nicely? Ollie Bateman is a sneaky bastard, okay? So, <laughs> all I'm thinking is, A, I don't want to disappoint, disappoint my D&D daddy, and that is Jamie Powers, because, mm. well, let's be honest, over the past year, I have let him down on numerous occasions. We'll get to that, <laughs> right? But also, I don't want to do something so stupid that not only you guys, but everyone listening is like, why the fuck did you do that? So I'm thinking like, 
right, well, it's, we've got this fucking angler shark, whatever it fucking is, right? And he's, he's, we've got to do, we've got to get rid of him, but I don't want to draw attention to us because we're still trying to sneak in. We, uh, what do I do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And it takes <laughs> 20 minutes or however long it bloody took to do one, one basic 45. Thing. Honestly, yes, 45 I minutes. I'd, I'd be generous there. It, it was 45 minutes on record. And I think, um, I think Jamie managed to cut it down to like 25 to 30 minutes, but it's literally half an hour of you guys trying to decide, <laughs> saying release the shark, but not releasing anything. <laughs> Honest to God, I think it's probably like even talking about it sets me off because when you listen to it back, oh. you can hear Ollie just slowly <laughs> losing his mind. Like, every time he, he talks, the patience is wearing more and more thin. And I think that's part of the hilarity of that whole bit for me, listening to it back, is that Ollie is like, he's done with it. He's uh, so over it. And we're so just dumb. like, well, how about we release it? Um, just slowly, you know, is a little <laughs> I think that's one, one thing Titus has learned. He's become a lot less gun shy in, in subsequent episodes. Like recently when I was just like, time's up, let's do this. That's that's more of my mindset now. I'm like, well, bollocks yeah. to it. See what happens because I, we can't have a repeat of bloody release the shot. <laughs> Because Titus was asleep, wasn't he? And uh, I remember Ark saying, like, I'm going to get down to his ear and just whisper, release the shot. Adam wakes up like, oh, fucking hell, we're here. <laughs> what are we going to do now? Oh, oh Jamie's an experienced, is an experienced D&D player. Talk me through that That oh. for you. Um, I... My memories of of it are very very happy actually on the record. It's the edit that oh my god, <laughs> it was literally the worst edit I've had to deal with because like like Ollie said, like I actually think the I think it was forty minutes out of the episode I had to take. Oh my days! Because it was just like because we usually record for like an like two hours and then we kind of yeah. edit that down into about an hour and forty five usually. Um, yeah. But oh my god, that episode! I think that episode's still like <laughs> two hours and fifteen minutes, or two hours twenty. It's minutes. a long, it's a long old boy. It's a long boy. It's, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, my, I was so. This is so early on in our like recording of a recording of a D and D campaign. Like the first time we've ever done this, ever sat down and got together. Bearing in mind that with the first episode, you guys at the end of the first episode were only just getting off the ship. Yeah. In that first episode, I'd planned for you guys to already be at the facility. So in my mind, and bearing in mind that's like four episodes later, I'm oh wrestling I'm wrestling in my mind going, Oh my god, I've not put the right kind of pace on this. I have not I've not planned this properly. But I think since we've been doing it all, you know, regularly, every other two weeks or whatever, I've learned to just sit back and live in the moment. Because I yeah. think that ep- that episode four as frustrating as it was for me to be like, right, what what are you guys fucking doing? And I was like, it was frustrating to me because I was like, I don't think I've planned this out right for you guys. So I need to give you a solution to get this done. That was yeah. the frustration that was in my mind. It was like, well, I know you guys can't decide what's going to happen or you're not sure about this and you wanted to release it in the bay, but you weren't in the bay anymore. You're in this underground lair. And Squiddy just, although... <sighs> I regret using Squiddy as against you guys, really, to like let the 
shark or release the shark into the fucking bay or whatever we were in in that secret was a symbol of your frustration he really was he really and even now i'm like i'm getting frustrated talking about it but i think since that moment i've learned to just like sit back and go no 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 this is their game let them be in the moment and let them do what they want to do even if they're pissing about for 45 minutes it's okay because you can inject some mind shadow into their nightmare later and get back for it exactly that's that's like my revenge i guess And also as well, I mean, although it was 45 minutes of us debating how to release a shark corpse from the end of the harpoon, <laughs> it's the kind of shit that you can't write. Do you know what no, I mean? Like it, yeah. was, it was, when I listened to it back, it's so funny because it's like that bit in Arrested Development. It's a very Arrested Development moment, actually, where like, you know, when they're all clapping, speech, 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 <laughs> but like nobody has any intention of delivering a speech. Yes. It was exactly like that. Like we were all just like, release the shark, release the shark. And nobody had a fucking clue on how they would actually do it and that's what i think made it so brilliant was that it was just like yes grand plans of mice and men that have just been foiled by three idiots (laughs) you really couldn't write it it's genius adam what is your second wellborn's wonderings from the last year what is your second favorite moment from the podcast um well it's sort of two in one basically it's it's both times that i've used my wrestling uh in an offensive manner. So you've got wrestling mm. the jackals in the cave, which was great, which was, you know, putting on a show and distracting people for that. But I have to think I have to go back to when I was fighting the bodyguard, I think it was, who was in the exoskeleton in the ring. Yes, and yes. Arc, clueless bloody Arc comes <laughs> to get involved. Because, you know, the, I think the whole thing about D&D is whether you're relative novices like me and Amy or have played it a lot more like yourself and, and, and Jamie, you the best the best thing to do is to bring something you know to the table. So mm. granted, you may not know exactly how to play your character straight off the bat, but if you work stuff in that you know, whether it be into the personality or like I said, into the sort of uh, offense then you're probably going to be on pretty steady ground. And yeah, just reeling off, considering I talk about these on a daily basis, wrestling moves, to to fight a man who's in this arcane energy-powered exoskeleton (laughs) in a ring, and then trying to... I mean, it's, it's, it's like every Christmas trying to put across wrestling to someone who doesn't really know or care about it. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, Jamie, you're up. And Ark's like, I'm going to try and pin him. I was like, yeah, I get it, that's good. That's a wrestling manoeuvre. But we're trying, to, we're trying to fight this guy, aren't we? And then we hit the doomsday device. And oh, it was just spectacular, that whole thing. It, yeah, was, it was just brilliant. Just getting Ark to pin, pin somebody in a non-official wrestling match in the secret facility just um it's as funny as release the shark to me it, it's brilliant yeah. like even even previously jamie i don't know how you felt about it but like before when you tried to captain america the shield into the side of the <laughs> wrestling ring and it just didn't stick <laughs> also just wasn't like, there a guy there who like wandered in like yeah. Golf clap guy. Yeah. Golf clap guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. was. Yes. He, yes. You, you knocked both of these guards out with a bulldog. You know, starting yeah, your I wrestling remember. stuff off early within the episode. Um, and then I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's give you guys an audience. Golf clap guy gets up. Go, yes. 
Oh, I like this sport. This is great. Yeah. Just, you know, along with the audience who don't listen to wrestling, who feel Ark's pain, like walking up to a ring and going, what the fuck am I doing? What's going on? Just so brilliant. Um, it is, It is this, It is like I said, it is chatting to any relative of mine about my job and then being like, wrestling? That's like Hulk Hogan, right? And I was like, well, it was 30 odd years ago, whatever it was. Not quite so much nowadays. But also, let's not forget, that wasn't the only major battle going on at the time. There was me and Ark in the wrestling ring with the bodyguard and the exoskeleton. And Zach was fighting a box, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was Yeah, underneath a wooden box, a wooden crate that I couldn't move. Uh, and again, that's a classic example of like the best laid plans. I tried to solid snake that shit yeah. and it did not end well. But at least when I finally made it out of the box, I witnessed a fucking amazing wrestling match. I was there cheering along with Clap Guy. Um, I just remember it being like such a lovely tender moment between like uh, surrogate father and son as well in that way. That was what I really liked about that was that Ark was clueless, but he gave it a go. It F- was really. It was brilliant. Having Ark jump off the turnbuckle, talons out. To, was it the electric chair or the doomsday device or whatever it was? Yeah, Adam? I something can't like that, yeah. Something like that. But just the the visual of that for me, because I, because I know wrestling, like I think in terms of who is clued up on wrestling here, it goes Adam, yeah, yeah. then it's me, then, you know, that, that's kind of it. But like to, to see <laughs> and imagine a clerical bird person in a tunic wings like wings aloft and this seven and a half feet tall 300 pound gray bolding wrestler just having a go at this personal bodyguard was great and it was really good um it was really good wrapping up that fight that you had earlier like down in the basement with the the cheese covered um military guard (laughs) like finishing that guy off once and for all it was it, yeah it was it, it was poetic and that was another moment uh, following that when we were jumping out where i just don't take this the wrong way i just don't trust you uh, as a dm <laughs> when you're like right what do you want to do and i'm like well, i feel it fairly certain i'm meant to jump but like i've bur- had my fingers burnt on so many other occasions where we'd be playing it and to be fair i think it, jamie was the dm on these where we'd be we'd like someone would give us something and none of us would think to say, oh, I picked that up and put it in my pocket. And then we'd be like, okay, we move on. And you're like, cool, you didn't want to pick up all that stuff. So like when we were jumping out, I was like, is there anything else we need to do here before we leap out into potential death before Squiddy catches us? Oh, I see. Yes. So you're, you're, you're stood on the end of uh, the cliff um, yeah. in, this, in this ventilation shaft. You roll that intelligence saving throw to hear these voices in your head that say jump mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Zalu. You grab, but yeah, I, I remember being in the moment being like, like the explosions happened. There's nothing that you can do. This like, the fire is like coming up behind you in slow motion. Yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to, I listened to it the other day and I was like, Adam, I'm going to need a decision from you now. And you were like, <laughs> I, and you just go, well, I jump. And then there's the super comical bit, which I love from Jamie, where he's like, "Are you gonna, are you gonna grab us? Are you gonna jump with us? Are you gonna, <laughs> yeah. are you gonna take us with you?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah." I was just deciding whether to backflip or not. It's just <laughs> yeah. that, that gentle, gentle tutorialized prodding that doesn't derail the story. Yes, I, I think it's brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. So actually, um, this is that was one of my moments as well, and I really like that moment. And it's kind of the editing, so like the other side of things. So. Um, I really like because again this is me like just feeling the edit really and thinking actually this is quite I've done this really really well so it's probably one of my my favourite moments oh, and like wicked. the pianos kick in I'm like that's really cool and the stuff mm. like um, so when um, 
when Ollie says his favourite phrase, which is, time slows down. down. And I love when he says that. <laughs> okay, so it's going to happen now. Um, you know that there's going to be like a, a musical motif change or something. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, well, there's, so, so what are my favourite things to say? Time slows down. Um, like a ballerina made of wind. Like a ballerina made of wind. <laughs> Um, so when um, anything fades away, something always dissipates. It doesn't just like dissolve or anything. I always say dissipates. Oh, you don't. Dis- we could do the Ollie Bateman drinking game for yeah. guys with dad. Just play, Let's make just it play bingo. Thing. Play bingo with every episode and you'll be absolutely fucking the, smashed. What was the snow thing you said? Snow oh, dust. snow dust. Snow, snow dust. powder. Snow dust. Yeah, yeah, snow dust. Snow yeah, dust. Because it is powder, isn't it, technically? It is, it is powder. <laughs> and yeah, as, as someone who's... Uh who's actually been skiing and snowboarding once or twice in their life, I should know this, and was absolutely razzed on the WhatsApp group by Jamie, being like, you know it's powder, you know it's right? it's powder, right. <laughs> um, and, with, and with that, um, and with the, um, I think it's Ballerina Made of Wind, is actually the mm. episode title when they get pushed off yeah. the base. Like, little stuff like in the edit. Like, I, um, I went to the beach with my daughter, um, I think a couple of weeks before we did that episode. And when, like... Ollie goes when time time slows down. You hear like the sound of the waves, and that's actually the waves from the first time that me and Delphine. <gasps> oh my god, that's a bit of fun. Um, that's so cool. So I just thought that's a really nice little thing. So I really enjoyed that one. So that's on my list. So sorry, I'll uh, I'll shut up now. I'll no, down. no, absolutely, no, no, absolutely. I didn't, but hey, that's a little tidbit that I didn't know. That's yeah. really cool. It's great. Like, like little Delphine's first trip to the beach ended yay. up in an episode with all the waves. It's been, it's immort- it's been immortalized yeah. in a campaign. Yeah. How amazing is that? Oh, that's giving me such good feels. That's wicked. Adam, what is your final uh, Wilborn's wonderings from the last year? What's your final favourite moment? Well, I, I don't want to use up all of, of Jamie, so I'm going to talk about this, but specifically from my perspective, uh, because it's a slightly more serious one than the funs ones that we've done. Um, but I'm sure that Jamie's probably going to mention the bit where his character died. Yes, <laughs> I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, uh, it, it's on one of my honourable mentions, actually, is yeah. uh, Ark's death. Yep. I felt I had to put it on my list. I can't help but feel slightly responsible for it, if mm. I'm honest. I wonder why. I wonder why that um, is, Adam. And let's not forget, let's not forget, I've, I've almost killed before. Didn't I do, a, a, like, attempt a to do CPR on, me, yeah. on... Yeah, Zach. And you were like, cool. So if you fail this, you do know she dies, right? And I'm like, huh? What's this? Huh? What? What? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, there's. There's stakes within this game, guys. You know that. It's called dice mm. with death. We can't. We can't have people not dying. And I, I remember when we first started doing the campaign. It's called dice of death, but I was so afraid of people dying, and yeah. so afraid of like characters actually going through hurt and you know actually losing HP and then like oh god you've got to roll another character or something like that. But Ark's death. Uh, you know the first death within the campaign that made me feel so much more confident than actually you know story-wise mm. we can take it where we need to we can mm. roll another exactly. character if we want we can role play with the gatekeeper one of my favorite characters oh, that i've ever one of done the best characters yeah. in the campaign but yeah, there are one there, of the best there are so many places that we can take it and we shouldn't be afraid within Dungeons and Dragons as a whole whether you play at home whether you play with friends online whether you're doing a podcast campaign like us narratively death is going to happen and you should mm. embrace it because it's it's the death scenes it's the death save roles it's the role play before and after that really make 
this podcast and other campaigns what they are like death mm. is so part of this game embrace it yeah and also yeah. as well it means that uh, for us as players we're not assuming there's a safety net because sometimes i think and this is i mean my only real knowledge of this is is the the thing that is my lifeblood which is video games and you don't want to feel as though like you know if you if it's like oh you can't really die mm. you know you just you know you sort of re you'll respawn you'll go back to the beginning or maybe like you know you'll just uh at, like invisible walls on on, on levels where mm. it's like oh you can't actually fall over the ledge the ledge there you know that's not going to happen that takes a bit of uh stress away that i think adds something really nice when we feel like no we we can actually die ollie's not just gonna like <laughs> you know <laughs> make sure that everything happens in a nice little fairy tale wrapped up with a bow way it yeah. will be catastrophic if we mess this up so yeah and chances are he'll uh, he'll drop his favorite catchphrase my least favorite catchphrase and that's where we'll end our session today where i've <laughs> <laughs> the zoom call like three times like don't you fucking do that to me <laughs> Ollie R. R. Martin doing his best doing his worst yeah I love a cliffhanger you know I like a gunshot at the end of things you know I like <gasps> to make it dramatic wouldn't be me if what have we had so we've had we've had someone back to drop a fairly certain someone back to drop a scythe on Zach when she's failed yep. already like two yes. death rolls or whatever it was yep yep we've had Zach actually shot in the dark yeah someone just the... getting shot right at the end of the episode just like we're like oh we're having fun in this wood or whatever it was and it's like oh shot rings out and you you look down you're bleeding it's like where the fuck's this come from <laughs> and also Madame Modana in the cupboard when we're all hiding and you get that gunshot and then it's like yeah. and that's where we'll end our session oh screw you Bateman <laughs> <laughs> that's but me just... I'm a sneaky little motherfucker <laughs> to bring it back, just to wrap this up before, before we go to Jamie's favourite bits. Uh, the death of Ark, I got so caught up in the fight, I'll admit that, that mm. I may have made, a, let's just say a clerical error, okay? Hey. And we'll move on. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I was going to say, good pun, good pun. Wow! Good pun. But, wow! <laughs> oh, no dice with a wow in it, great. There you go. <laughs> but I, I don't want to speak for Amy, but it, that was the, the most terrifying part of, the entire thing that we've done because and i think it's okay to admit this oftentimes when ollie you know suggests what what do you do next it's quite a long gap i don't know how much comes across in the edit it's quite a long gap <laughs> with me and amy effectively staring at jamie on the zoom call going cool what do we need to do here <laughs> and then yeah. we didn't have that yeah. anymore then we were just fumbling around in the dark without not only our sort of father figure but our knowledgeable D&D &D player, who, f fair play to him. I mean, I don't know if Ida could have been this good when he was about to die and when he was subsequently dead, didn't say a bloody word to help us. And it was, yeah. that's when that's when you really have to focus up and and, and rely on each other to get through the, the campaign because we've yeah, lost ja the guy Jamie who played, knows where to go, yeah. Jamie played the meta there really well. You know, you don't... Yeah. You don't you don't metagame in those moments. You don't go, you know, and, and you guys have all subsequently learnt it. Like in yeah. certain situations within, um, you know, the last couple of episodes that we've done, you know, Ark has mm -hmm. fallen in water, and then uh, Jamie's turned around and spoken to you both, and Adam's literally turned around and gone, "You're underwater. I can't hear you. Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> 
exactly that. And I couldn't cast spells underwater. You know, I learned the hard way. It's yeah. a vocal spell. It's an incantation. You can't do it. I think that Adam's absolutely right. That moment when we realized that our stabilizers had come off and yeah. Ark wasn't going to be in the background in the immortal words of Mama Roo was when we had to step our pussy up. Yeah. And I think we really did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that I've, was the moment. You, yeah. I think you, with that coupled with you guys going into the Iliad mines and planting the bombs, like that's a real learning moment for you guys because those mines, it was completely up to you how you tackled it. I literally gave you the entrance of a, of a mine, what was going on in it, and you guys had to strategize. And I think that's been mm. the building of your party as like a stronger unit from that episode onwards. I think, you you know, you guys might forget to ask Eric and Schmorgenhausen for health potions before you leave. You might forget <laughs> to pick something up. But I think you guys in any situation now, you're so much more tactical than you used to be. And it's great to see mm. because you play it within your characters and carry on role playing true to your characters. So it's great. We're going to go back over now to comment corner with Jamie Powers. Jamie, yes. I think we should probably do like Yay. a couple here. Here's some like, yep. here two messages from uh, some lovely viewers, some lovely listeners. So who have we got first? Right. Uh, first up is uh, Sammy. And uh, basically she wants to, to release the shark. <laughs> Does she? Well, uh, I mean, it sucks to be uh, you, Sammy, because we don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> if that wasn't clear enough, Sammy, we'd love to help, but we're very unqualified <laughs> to release the show. One of my favourite parts of the Dice With Death podcast has to absolutely be the Release the Shark episode. It was pure chaos and it made me giggle so much. Also, a big shout out to Squiddy. I love Squiddy, and he was the absolute hero of that episode. <laughs> it's got some amazing puns, thrilling stories, and lots and lots of fun. So thanks for a great listen and making 2021 just that little bit happier. Oh. Much love. Oh, 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 much love to you, Sammy. Sammy. Yeah, huge She's... shout out and love to you. First of She's all, for so loving right. Squiddy. I mean, yeah. Squiddy is OG. Squiddy is first episode. So if He's you don't love... was. It <laughs> is, yeah, Squiddy is Bay, not was Bay. Okay, yeah, that, if that's what you guys want to think, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love teasing you with that because we really, you guys really don't know the answer if Squiddy is alive or not. So, Well, you messed us up with the Squid Ink in that episode when we went to the petrol oh, station. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. I'm no, so no, glad no, you no. caught that detail because I was like, yeah, that, that incident happened three days ago on the coast. So there's bound to be this wash of like Squid Squid Ink and people are going to be profiting off of it. That's just, you know, Ooh. how deep I look into the economy of the world that you guys are living in. You know, that's just how switched on I am. Um, but yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll keep the dream of Squiddy alive for you, Sammy. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll keep going. We all will. We all will. Um, Jamie, have you got another message from us from another listener? Yeah. Uh, this, one, this one's about you, Amy. Oh, uh, okay. This is from oh, Gavin. Absolutely. The best moment of the podcast so far for me would have to be uh, Zakaya escaping death at the absolute last minute uh, had me jumping up and down the living room like uh, Celtic just scored a 90th minute winner in the Champions League it was amazing um, also I just want to say congratulations on the pod going as long as it has I've been what, uh, listening since the very first episode 
and I love all you guys. Ah, Thank you, Gavin. Amazing. Thanks, Gavin. Thank oh you, Oh, my God. Gavin. Yeah, it was it was a real... I mean, that was genuinely... That could have gone any way. And, um, yeah, actually, I had so many... It was really lovely. It felt like I was a real... Like, Zach was a real character and a real human being because there were so many comments on Twitter where people were just like, well done, well done. I'm so glad you're alive. Well done. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I genuinely have escaped death. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah thank you gavin for your message the end of episode 17 into episode 18 zakaya is prone on the floor of this hotel suite in a nightmare with mind shadows um the mind shadow had advantage on hitting you you're at one failed death save a melee attack against someone who is prone and unconscious oh. immediately fails two death save so zakaya you were literally one hit away from mm. death and we don't know what death for you has in store no. like we've seen no. No. we've seen what ark has gone through he managed to go to the gatekeeper but any one of you you know that doesn't mean that you'll all get a chance to see the gatekeeper so yeah it's such a it's such a wondrous moment like when you're in that and being like oh my god a character might actually die here um yeah and i, I you just don't know what the future holds for them no it was it was really really brutal and i mean as much as i would love to meet the gatekeeper because they are one of my favorite characters yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's just yeah you never know you never know and it was very tense on that zoom call i do love that though i do love it when i end an episode and like people listening to this you obviously don't get to see the zoom call but like the heads in hands i love it like adam especially <laughs> when like when i go and that's where we end our session and he just like launches back hands up in the air like yeah. fuck you bateman fuck you <laughs> the wheels the wheels on adam's wheelie chair must have taken a real beating over the last year because you've lit you always recoil <laughs> And Louise knows the universal sign that the podcast is finished is, no, you can't do that. <laughs> well, thank you for your messages so far. I think we're going to yes. jump over to... Thank you so much. A powwow with Powis, where we're going to find Ooh. out his favourite moments from the last year of Dice With Death. Jamie, um, hit us with your first moment. What have you got? So the whole episode of Two Birds and One Goliath, which is the fight pit episode where we start out with Lintu, we form up a plan, we mm. execute the plan perfectly, things go yes. wrong, but we sort that shit out straight away. Uh, Amy's beaten by a door. Um, <laughs> it's a great episode. Really enjoyed doing that one. Oh. And uh, yeah, properly a proper well planned out D and D kind of campaign and D and D. You, kind you of guys, you guys did so well with that. Like mm. even the wild shape of Zakaya going in and you know seeing Elman Munro and like opening a oh. door and all that stuff. But your your coordinated assault on this mine. I said it earlier in the episode, but it's the first time that you guys actually had to properly strategize. Yeah. yeah. And that just gave me so much more confidence that I can throw pretty much anything at you. Mm. And you guys, you know, you might turn to Jamie and go, Daddy Ark, what do we do? Yeah. But there's definitely a resolve for all of you to know how to get through situations or plan accordingly. So, yeah, I totally agree with you, Jamie. Just that whole episode, brilliant um, tactics from all of you. It was amazing. And it also, it was kind of a redemption from uh, Re Release the Shark in a way, because obviously we actually 
carried out the plan that we i mean there were small deviations but mm. we it was proper oceans 11 shit wasn't it like we made that plan work for us yeah. and nothing feels better than like <laughs> everything you know walking away from an explosion at the end like mr t like yeah <laughs> i do love it when a plan comes together and it really did <laughs> yeah walking away from the explosion and leveling up as well just before you saw yes. or you met lakeland zager um so you go from yeah. one extreme to ruin it yeah absolutely <laughs> ruin it with, yeah, the, there was a bit of down at the end. There. Anytime I give you a player to help, I just think they're going to hate this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, what is your second favourite moment from the last year of Dice with Death? Uh, so the ceremony um, was when we kind of said goodbye to Madame Madonna, and and for me, because we I didn't we didn't really ever we didn't have a conversation about it, did we? It was very no, much. No. It was very much. I saw the spell that I've got called ceremony, which I could perform a funeral. And I just thought, you know what? let's perform a funeral let's do that and really change kind of like the how the episode had been going because they've all been very kind of full-on before that loads of action a bit of mutilation uh, <laughs> a bit of death and that sort of thing so I thought oh let's let's try this out and I, it, it just worked really really well and everyone did like a an incredible job really with kind of dealing with that improv uh, like um Amy's bit was was really beautiful and you find out more about her character as well kind of like her her demons and mm. um adam and his uh like his french his french, his french was amazing <laughs> yeah so funny yeah god. Oh, god. ceremony great use of ceremony for that moment and role play from from all yeah. of you but that that's also the episode where you guys got filthy fucking rich yeah <laughs> we were loaded we were absolutely balling all I do is win, 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 no, win matter, no matter what. what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my rhyme the following week was DJ Khaled, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was. The thing about the dirty chicken shop and Titus's <laughs> box. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like that was his box, everyone. That was it. That that's. Uh, <laughs> I know. I realised that I haven't gone through my moments, but you know, actually putting a dick in a box is. Um, <laughs> That's quite something. I don't think I've ever heard that in any other campaign. So, uh, no, that, that definitely sticks out. But the ceremony was beautiful. Mm. It was, of course, the episode where you met Lakeland Zager and Ark, you and him had cigars on top of the submarine while Zakaira and Titus went and partied with the village folk who'd been yeah. freed. We got loose. It was, it was, yeah, you all got loose, but it was really lovely and wonderful because of the role play that you did during it like it it was one of those episodes where it was like right this big thing has happened now we need a reset now we need to see yeah. what's going on you, you know although we don't like Lakeland Zager right now he is here for a reason and he is here to get us somewhere so mm. I best we best go with him yeah um Jamie your third and final favorite moment with some honorable mentions at the end of course of the last year um so these are two NPCs that just didn't get enough light of the day, I think. Mm. Uh, so uh, Jance Bunyapple from the Release the Shark episode. <gasps> yeah. Um, so I just we... clarify, it's Jance Bunyapple, but even oh, funnier sorry. that you got it wrong. <laughs> Titus did it wrong like three times in a row. And yeah, <laughs> so meta. I just want to clarify, it is wrong, but it's even funnier because yeah. that's what they'll be known for now is any other variation of Manspan Clapple. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fun. Like, I really loved that uh, improv from, from Adam there. That was really, really good, really in character. Um, yeah, really, really funny, really enjoyed it. And we killed them, uh, absolutely obliterated them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, they would have died in the whole explosion going up, wouldn't they? Facility. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, RIP. I didn't give them a second thought, but maybe we really <laughs> should. <laughs> It'd be fun to do. We should do like a little funny infographic for the socials. We should do like the death toll, the, the count of people that we've killed. <laughs> It's like a little infographic of who's killed the most. The innocent and people sort of, yeah. who have died. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's the body with, count for our adventure so far? It's like dice with death wrapped for the year, like Spotify. <laughs> yes. You killed this many characters. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go back and make notes of that. But I do, I do, think, um, I do think the kill count is uh, I think it's in favour of Zakaya just because of that first spell. Just that yeah, first, first episode. Yeah. I think you are all getting like close together because Zakaya, I think you have killed a few people since then, but you mm. got so many all at once that you were immediately in the lead. So we'll have to go back and do some stats on that in future. That would be fun to do stats, yeah. I, even like, yeah. A, I think Spotify Wrapped is actually a really nice way to do it. Ads, you could do like, uh, Lakeland Zager insults. <laughs> you're, in, so you're insulted at Lakeland Zager this many times. Uh, places visit, places visited. You know, battles been in stuff like that. That'd be really fun. It's a lot of work, but it's like the sort of thing we could do towards the end of the year, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> of course, absolutely. I think that'd be fun. We'll do an award show next time as well. Shout out to oh. shout out to Dwayne and James Winchester on Twitter, actually, who are having a little mm. back and forth about. Um, us doing some kind of award show and I wish I'd thought about it before this but yeah. we'll do that towards the end of 2022 you know to wrap up the second year of uh, Dice With Death um, Love but, that. You know, we, can, we can have stuff in yeah. there like best well moments and things like yes. that so yeah yes. we'll absolutely look at doing that going forward um, yeah. Jamie I'd like to come back over to you now for Comment Corner have we got another message from somebody yeah you mentioned Dwayne and uh, here he is talking about our snowboarding adventure. My favourite uh, part has got to be a mixture between the snowboarding competition because that, that fight was just absolutely amazing. And then you got the mines, you're planting the bombs and getting the villagers out, and oh, it was just brilliant sort of thing. And the only other thing I can think of is the most shocking part for me has got to be Ark's death. I was not expecting that at all. And it just came out of nowhere. And I'd have been exactly the same. I wouldn't have thought about giving the health potion or anything. So I don't blame them. So keep all the great work and uh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Dwayne. Oh, thanks, Dwayne. Thank, thank you, you so much for your message, thank Dwayne. You, we Dwayne. Talk, we talk a lot on Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Adam, I think he's reinforced you forgetting about a potion. Look, all I'm saying is... Amy literally bought me a health potion candle for Christmas to remind me <laughs> for future episodes. So I hopefully won't forget in future. But like Dwayne says, it's easily forgotten. We've all been there. Well, neither We've of you two have because you're responsible. But, you know, <laughs> me and Dwayne well, have been I, there, basically. Yeah, I share the burden. I should really have reminded you. I think the best bit was when... Ark was watching us on the TV and he was zooming, zooming and hands, zooming and hands. Is that a, is that a health potion in Titus's pocket? But Dwayne brought up a very good point, which is something that I really liked mechanically, uh, combat mechanically, about um, the snowboarding race, the downhill snowboarding yeah. race. Like mm. getting you guys to roll those D6s for natural disasters. I love Cause that. Because honestly, that fight would have been so easy if there wasn't natural disasters. Um, yeah. So roll Rolling that stuff was great, but it also gives me one of my favourite moments and one of my favourite Nat 20s of the whole campaign. Because I'd, if it hadn't have happened, I think you guys would have all died on that mountain. And it was Ark and Zakaya. So 
Gunderson Hemingworth Smythe throws a grenade towards um, Ark and Zakaya. Zakaya, you go down unconscious. Ark goes down unconscious. And then Jamie rolls a nat 20 to come back yes. up with one HP. Because it, oh, liter- yes. it was literally just Titus on this mountain fighting two other people. So, Jamie, yeah. if you hadn't rolled that nat 20, I genuinely think all of you guys might be dead. And we might be rolling new so. characters. Yeah. One HP, like literally, just popped back up right there. Yeah, that was that was insane. It was one of those. Um, we, we've like, had <laughs> we've we've had a few of those moments actually. Where um, do you remember in like I think it was episode twenty three or twenty four? Uh, Titus, I got or Adam, I got you to roll a nat twenty to um, become unparalyzed and said you'd have a full round of combat, and you just did when you're underwater yeah. pulling the drain off. And I was just like, cool, it's not going to happen. Get a nat 20, you're, you're going to be fine again. And then also going back to you're hungover, roll a nat 20, you have a snack and you're going to be fine. Like all yeah. of those nat yeah, 20s yeah. within the campaign, just just brilliant. Yeah. There was one I remember as well, actually, I very nearly add this to my moments, but there was one, kind of, kind of as an honourable mention, but there was, um, uh, I did a nat 20 and uh, fired an arrow that cut the cable of the lift in the yes. facility. And I was like, oh my God, that's cool. But yeah, yeah, like little things like that that would never... And also similarly, situations where we've gone really badly for a nat one, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> you often wonder to yourself, like if they'd been reversed, how different would the story be? I don't know why I'm so obsessed with attempting to show you through my grainy picture that I have rolled a nat 20. I'm so astonished every time it happens. I'm like, well, they're just going to call bullshit if I don't show them. More more nat 20s going forward, please, for this whole nat campaign. Nat 2022, as nat, Adam Wise yeah, said. Nat 2022. Um, I think we're going to go back over to Comment Corner with Jamie Powis. Jamie, I think we've got one last message. Am I right in saying? Yeah, we're saving... Oh, I say I say we're saving the best for last. I think they've all been brilliant. Uh, so I've just all yeah. amazing. Thanks so much, guys. Send them in. Yes, thank you for everybody thank for sending you. your messages in. But the last one comes from Tara, and um, she loves Eric and Smorganhausen. Between the mystery of the missing arm and Squiddy, I'm definitely spoiled for choice when it comes to best moments. But my absolute favourite has to be Eric and Titus in the snow. I love Eric and I would die for him. I would love that teeny tiny bell. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, yes. Yes, Tara. Yeah. I mean, if we ever do merch in the future, when this has kind of grown to where its full potential will be, hopefully, let's make uh, I Would Die for Eric and Schmorgenhausen t-shirt because I would so <laughs> buy it. <laughs> with, a, with a teeny tiny bell just on the chest pocket. Yeah, just a yeah, little yeah, pocket. Teeny tiny teeny, bell. Teeny tiny bell poking out the chest pocket. But Tara, Tara <gasps> oh. mentioned some great things there. The mystery mm. of the missing arm which is honestly one of my favourite interactions that recurs between Titus and Zakaya about... And only you know, Ollie, of all the the party, only you know. I'm I'm very lucky to to know that detail. We planned that way back when you made your character within your backstory. Mm. And I love that Adam just comes back to it with Titus. You know, it's not every episode, but it's like every now and then. It's like, oh yeah, how, how did you lose your arm? And even now in like current episodes with you going right well that one's ticked off the list so it can't be that one uh what else can i ask her how did she lose her you know it's um it's a great mystery titus is playing a long game of sort of cluedo where he's like right you're gonna rule out that weapon rule out that way to lose an arm yeah it's 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 often when like if arc shapeshifts or 
my favorite is when she's potentially about to die and i'm like well before that happens should we just we probably should know how you lost that arm right (laughs) or when he thinks he's being a little bit sneaky and coy and he's like he tries to drop it in and Oh, yeah, and just uh, one final thing. How did you lose the arm again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, when it, he asked me when I was a dog, and I was like, rum, 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 rum. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> um, I think we're coming to the end of this episode soon. I would just like to ask all of you any honourable mentions of favourite moments from the last year of Dice with Death, any that come to mind that we, we haven't mentioned so far. So many of mine have been covered. I mean, the the big three that I didn't, the three that I chose, obviously I've said earlier, but the three that I didn't were Release the Shark, Ark's Death and The Ceremony, which obviously have all been covered through you guys. But one other tiny thing that I think has been, it has actually been mentioned a little bit by Jamie when we were talking about um, The Ceremony, but Adam's uh, misunderstanding of, or Titus's misunderstanding of Madame Modana being French is just so, so, it was just absolute chef's kiss, genius joke that did not get old. But the more, like when we went to the library and he was like, ah, la bibliothèque. Like, just, it's so funny. Like, cause she constantly just like reminded us that it was all an act and he just didn't get it. And it was that really like, yeah, that whole reoccurring gag was amazing one other honorable mention i'd like to to call out is uh that was it what was the box that zach threw or oh I remember no we, i did close the lid <laughs> we, yeah we'd there was a few the, there's the, been a few of them there was the, the wish there was the one on box. the ship there was one yep. on the ship and then there was the wish stone yeah that was the one yeah because that was flapgate that was another was that another yeah. 20 flapgate yeah yeah Oh, yeah, it was so you got you got something like a nineteen or a nat twenty. It might have yeah. even been a nat twenty to catch it, but yeah, yeah. You, you're like a wide receiver in uh, in baseball or like you know just perfect cricket skills, bringing this ball into your uh, bringing this box, sorry, with this wish stone into your chest with the lid open. Um, yeah, Flapgate, you guys just always forget oh. to close things, so I'm going to make a point about it every <laughs> single fucking time. <laughs> Because it I, makes I me laugh and die inside so much. <laughs> I, I like the fact that the uh, the Wishstone thing came in and around the same episode where I castrated a man and then tricked someone into opening a box that had his meat and two veg in, <laughs> pretending yeah. it was the Wishstone. Like, oh yeah, just check in there. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, any honourable mentions from you? Uh, I really like the Vine episode where we just talk about vines for a good like ten minutes. <gasps> yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. So all those oh vines always made me laugh. So <laughs> funny, yeah. And it's Wait. also such a niche level of humour as well. But if, you, if you're in that, if you're in that inner circle, like if you get it, it's it must have been a real joy to listen to. <laughs> We're really good at alienating our audience, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, vines are eternal. You yeah. just, just have to be of a certain age, really. It's not even like geolocation or anything, is it? It's not really a regional thing. It's just <laughs> were you of a certain age yes. at this point? W- were you of a certain age and on the internet? And I think an honourable mention for me is Jamie explaining what Vine is if you're under 30 and then saying you still won't know what it is even if you are over 30. So, yeah, <laughs> honourable mention for me. Um, but no, uh, b- before we end the episode, um, I haven't written anything out particularly just to, to end the episode, but I want to thank everybody over the last year 
who has given this podcast a chance. Whether you listen from home, whether you listen to it all in one go, like a crazy two-hour-long maniac, or whether you listen to it in chunks and fuck our stats up on Anchor, thanks. Um, but no, no, seriously, like anybody who has ever given us a chance and listened to this podcast, thank you so much. We love doing this podcast and we want to continue with the adventures of Ark Sakai and Titus. And a big thank you to my players, Jamie, Amy and Adam, for coming to the table you, every mate. single week and uh, putting on this collaborative story project that we're doing. Because honestly, without you guys interjecting and being your characters, we wouldn't have the world that we have with the characters that no. you embody. So thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank and you, thank mate. you for everyone who sent in a message. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for everyone who's yeah, who's who's commented. It's so lovely to hear people talking about it and really surreal as well. There's actually exactly. people out there who listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have real voices and real names and they actually sound like for the most part well put together people. Humans, <laughs> human beings. <laughs> thank you to thank you to Ollie for all the work he puts in setting up yeah, for an episode you, and, and, and ollie and jamie for, for all the work they put in editing the episode yes jamie, a yeah. huge shout out to like, jamie probably the biggest thank huge you shout out to yeah. jamie who has a wife and a child and has a, a, yeah. a much more enriched life than any of us do um <laughs> but finds the time to sit down and yeah put this this whole thing together so um yeah emotional thank yous to all of you for just being part of this project that we started all that year ago um I think it's time we wrap up the episode. Uh, I think we did all right there, didn't we? I think we've covered everything, yeah. covered all the bases. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Done some, done some, uh, got some reminisced about some great times over the mm. last year. If you are listening to this and you want to see more, please go to Dice Death Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We put various bits of social media up every now and then so yeah check us out on there and more importantly come and talk to us on twitter we're always on twitter and we want to hear from you just like we heard from Dwayne, gavin oliver sammy tara we want to hear from more of you on twitter about what you like about what you don't like about what you're enjoying about the show so please dice death pod on all the social medias get at us um if you're listening to us well done i mean you probably subscribe to us but leave us a five-star review and i know we yeah. hammer this home every single time but it really does help out if you leave us a five-star review pushes us up those charts those those non-existent charts of podcasting <laughs> um said before i've actually, said before roll a d20 and whatever number it hits unless it's below five Put that as the star rating. <laughs> and you can do it on Spotify now. So Spotify yeah. lets you do five star ratings. So if you could, if you're listening on Spotify, I know we we know. We know, we know. that most of you are on Spotify. We know. Please Spotify give us, we big. know. We yeah, see yeah. the stats. So yeah, leave us a five star review. Um Jamie, if people want to find you on social media, where can they find you? Jamu nineteen eighty seven on Twitter. Amy, if people want to come and find you on social media and talk to you about Zakaya, where can they find you? Uh, it's Amy underscore Mallet, two L's, two T's, big T's, um, on Twitter. <laughs> and Adam, where can people find you on the social medias? Uh, you can find me across social media at Adam Wilborn. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of No Dice. We will return to a brand new episode of Dice with Death. Another episode for 2022. I'm excited. Everybody else is excited to play and Yay! get back into this campaign. Thank you so much for listening, guys. 
We'll see you next week. Say bye, bye. everyone. See you soon. Bye. 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 bye.